Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Stanley Calgary Flames and won the Stanley Cup. We're the winners. We're the winners. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Just when I thought I was back in, they kicked me out. <laughs> this is what I imagine they would say if, um, well, that's how I feel now. After losing a, is it is it another tough luck loss against the Anaheim Ducks? Um, tough luck? No, no, no. They suck. <laughs> Just can't find that goal. You know, we, uh... Do you want to know how many goals the Anaheim Ducks have let in this year? Do you want to know? Do you want to take a guess? Um, take a guess. Take a gander. Like 35,000. No, but they are worse they do than have John Gibson. They do have John Gibson. They're worse than the league. They've let in 266 goals to date. It's a lot of goals. Do you want to know what that is on an average? Uh, I'm going to say about like 2 to 2.53 per game. Four goals! Four! Four goals. No, it's not a tough luck loss. The Flames... It's just one of goal scores. They just they have one goal score. And that's, that's Tyler Toffoli. Yeah, and ideally he'd be your like second line goal scorer who's having a yeah. great year. Yeah. Not your only goal scorer. <laughs> yeah. But uh hey, at least uh we at least we set a new league record. I don't want to hear that. I know what it is too. <laughs> 19 losses out shooting the opponent by 10 shots or more. That's it? Is that the record you're talking about? That is. Yep. Yep. <sighs> this last season. Time, I think last time that happened was in 86. I think I read. Boston this, Bruins. This season, 
Makes you question life because, like, man, we were so optimistic going into this game against the Ducks, right? Like, yeah, we're looking at this next three. Like, okay, the boys they got two hard fought wins. They finally, you know, they're getting there. They're getting there. They're getting there. Like you said, they drew. They drew us back in. And then that they put that on the ice, mm-hmm. and now like our our playoff chances were forty two percent. Going into that game, another 25. So you're telling me there's a chance. There's, yeah. Playoffs? (laughs) Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? Can't even win a game. Can't even score a goal. All right. Like shit. They have to go, like, okay, so, you know, you want to do some math for those listening for... As Flames fans, basically, um, you know, the, the, the cutoff typically, you know, has been like between 93 and 96 points ever since this format has come into the league for that wild card, too. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, uh, the Flames sit at an unfortunate 71 points. So we have, what, 16 games left. So to get to 95, we would have to win... We basically need twenty four points or twelve wins, or so basically go twelve and four, or of of something of that ilk. Which means we basically need to win every three out of every four, which we cannot win three games in a row this season. Well, we've done it, like we said last time, twice. At twice. The very beginning, we, we have to do it basically, in essence, four times consecutively. <laughs> Yes. So yes, mathematically, mathematically, yes, the Flames are not out of it. But that game was really important against Anaheim to just keep us in it. Winnipeg won yesterday, mm-hmm. so we're six points out now, mm-hmm. tied games in hand. You know, and Nashville's right there too. Nashville's tied with us, and they got three games in hand. Yeah, yeah. So it's not just Winnipeg; it's it's Nashville too, even though they blew up their team. Mm-hmm. And guess who they beat? The Los Angeles Kings in overtime. Yeah. So look, I it's uh it's 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 bad. It's it's not good. Like you know, we had we did have a chance. Like there was a glimmer of hope, like we could have if we won these games and gone five and oh, like I wonder how the picture would have looked, but we didn't. Like we've lost the first one of the three. So, um, and like you said at the beginning, they drew us in and we fell for it because we're <laughs> sports fans. Yes. That's Flames hockey, baby. That's That's been the theme all year. It's frustrating to watch, right? I mean, you never like being in the mushy middle, but maybe now we go Bedard Street sweepstakes. Or we're or still what? there. Yeah. <laughs> you look at it. You look at it. We're still right there. So yeah, be good. Um, I'll bring up the po- point percentage. Nah, we're nineteenth. We're nineteenth. No, that's it's like... no, no. That's total points. Like we, so, we have more games played than most of those teams below us. We're in points percentage. We are fourteenth, thirteenth. So two spots away. 
So Buffalo and Washington are just behind us in points percentage too. So, yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> the lottery Detroit's is not based, too far. Either. Well, the lottery is based on points percentage. Yeah. It's on points well, percentage. Points percentage is what matters at the end of the day, right? Like after eighty-two games, like the games played is all different. Like we have sixty-six, Buffalo sixty-five, Detroit is sixty-five. Like all these teams, they have less points than us, but it's like we're tied in points, or they're one point back. So, if I, if you look at points percentage, that'll tell us your actual ranking mm-hmm. as of after eighty-two games normalized. We're thirteenth last place. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we could we could you know we're not realistically we're not going to get them, but we could no. be in the in the sweet in the sweep stakes, you know, like we could have a if the Flames shit the bed like they have done all year. <laughs> if they shit if they shit the bed a little bit more, let's say, yeah, um, against these shitty teams which you've sucked against all year, which we have the easiest schedule in the league, by the way. Like I saw that little. Well, we're supposed to, but we're that also to. means it's going to be the hardest. Because yeah, so, so hear me we out. Can't, we can't play <laughs> hear me against out. teams that we should. That's beating. almost better for us for yeah. the people who are cheering for Bedard because if we sh- shit the bed against them, and when we do worse, then we can potentially, you know, I could see us dropping just above uh, St. Louis there, potentially. Yeah, I don't think anyone. I don't think Vancouver, St. Louis are catching us. But I think so. I think the worst we can do is twenty uh, third last, like where Detroit is right now in terms of points percentage. Yeah. Um. So I think we can drop three spots, which would give us a shot at Bedard. Not a good one. Yeah. It would be like three percent, but it's better than zero. Mm-hmm. And it's almost as high as our playoff chances. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, at this point, it's like, what are we doing? Right. Well, they just don't have it. They just don't have the scoring. Yeah. They just, like it's not like they played. They actually didn't play bad. They just couldn't. You know, they get a chance, and it's just you're missing the touch, right? Yeah. Chance in the slot misses or gets blocked versus get getting through and going in. It seems small, but I think the chances were still there against Anaheim, but it just didn't. You know, they they locked it down after they got that lead. Yeah, well, yeah, that was a thing. Is they just well, what was uh, yeah, Greg Millen and Rick Ball were saying it the whole time. They just kept flipping the puck out. <laughs> Yeah, and that, that, you know, honestly, it's a shitty strategy because most teams, like, you're going to generate a wave of momentum and you're going to score. Mm-hmm. You know, and we should have. You know, we had, like, we had the chances, but. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it was definitely a, it was a frustrating game to watch. I mean, you know, um, especially since we scored first. Again, like, we, and then, uh, yeah, that that first goal that Anaheim scored was just through screens, and it like it was it a hit, nothing it play. Hit, it hit a knee, like it yeah. was just unlucky. Like both their goals were pure luck. Yeah, like their second goal hit Marshall in the head. I don't know. He couldn't really avoid hitting it. I guess. Yeah. Um, he was a little slow on his recovery, but like 
you know, it was still lucky. Like, bounced off the helmet, like, bounces around, and the guy finds their stick on it. Markstrom's, like, trying to figure out where he is and on planet Earth. <laughs> he, he took a long time to get across that net. Like, it wasn't just bang, bang in. He was figuring himself. And when you get hit in the head like that, it does ring your ears. So, yeah. Um, takes half a second sense. which all he yeah. does you know um and then you know went in but kind of lucky the, the puck could have gone anywhere could have gone out could have gone in the corner but no it hits, went right in front and hit a player and stopped and battle and bam two one yeah <sighs> yeah yeah i don't know i don't know it's it's uh i don't know What's... what to I don't know how to feel. I don't know what to think. Like at this point, I mean, you know, before our last episode, I was thinking, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just, uh, yeah, let's just, just go down. <laughs> like, you know, Huberto's just... on the left now. So, you know, maybe there's a glimmer of hope. <laughs> I, I guess, yeah, I guess he'd have to like fucking get six points a night. No, oh, seriously. Like it, it's not happening. Like we just don't, have the scoring also I, like I why think. why why did they make him play like okay come to a new team come to a new team come to a brand new system a system that you have had absolutely no zero experience with because you spent your entire career in run and gun florida yeah on the um, left on the left wing uh, but uh, yeah, you're gonna come to a brand new team, brand new system, brand new coach, and you're gonna play right wing. Do we know like when when he was because it was a long time ago? Apparently, it's like half the season. But I'm curious of like when it was it happened. I yeah, I don't know. I, I he, didn't even think about that because I just assumed he'd be the left winger because he was a left. He's he's always been a left winger. <laughs> yeah, he did play like he did play left wing this season at the beginning i know that for sure that's what i thought and it wasn't working like it's not like it was working earlier either like he's he's sucked all year but i mean that was still in his you know if you want to play the he needs 20 30 games to adjust that was still in his 20 30 games to adjust and then right when he adjusts he put him on right wing so now he has to adjust again yeah okay Uh, so here's here's how we how, how this this is how i've determined when it happened um he gained right wing eligibility on Yahoo on January 18th. Oh, they're pretty good for that too. So in order to gain a new position of eligibility, they have to have been playing in that position for, I believe at least nine games, nine or 10 games. Um, so 10 games before that. Okay. So 10, yeah. Nine or 10 games before January. So quite, quite a big chunk then. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. I didn't even fuck. I didn't even like. Obviously, we've been watching the games, but I, I didn't. It didn't even click that he was on the wrong wing. I just. I just well, you don't notice the damn guy. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, that's. <laughs> so it's hard yeah. to know what position. I mean, yeah, it's hard to tell in the neutral zone because players kind of go. In a lot of cases, everywhere. Yeah, and I mean, like, who's really paying attention to the faceoff? Right? Yeah. Like or like, not, not us apparently. I mean, well, I mean, like, who's us. really paying attention to in the faceoff to other than like the centerman, right? Like, you're looking yes. to see whether who wins the faceoff. You're not looking for oh, is uh, is is Jonathan Huberto playing on the left wing? Because you just you know, fuck. 
but obviously, you know, that's why Look, we don't get paid for this. So <laughs> I don't know what Sutter Sinkin is there. Like, I, it would be a hard season for him. Uh, totally. Like, you, you switch. So, like uh, people who don't play hockey, like when you switch, it is completely everything is a reverse. So you're taking yep. breakout passes now that you might have been on your backhand. Now it's on your forehand, and now you're looking. Your position is changed. Uh, the way you come into the zone changes. The the angle of passing changes. The angle of shooting changes. Everything. It seems like the same position, but it is not. It is much different. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I don't know why. Brent would have done. He hasn't played the position in ten years. Of course. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that was a Freudian slip. Yeah, yeah. Um, Do you mean I, Brent? Uh, no, that's Brett. He's, sorry, he's, future, future. Maybe, is maybe it's just because he's too. Brent. No, it's not. <laughs> no, no. God, maybe he's doing his best. Dale's doing his best Brent impression these last few weeks because well, the hockey hasn't been great. So. Um, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, it explains a lot to me personally. Yeah, like holy. Okay, so he adjusted the system. And then, okay, now it's right wing. So like, even more struggles. Well, it's just silly because you know, like, he put Huberto on the on on the right wing. I think that must have been when he uh, wanted to throw Lucic up there, right? Because remember that that whole experiment, the Kadri, Lucic, and Huberto that, line. That was a healthy dose of time. That that was the thing too. Yeah, and it and yeah. it worked. It worked for three, it worked for games. Yeah, but the metrics the metrics were always bad. Like yeah. like they were getting no chance, and, and everything, and they were just happened to get lucky with a couple goals. Mm-hmm. You know, they made a couple nice plays. I shouldn't say yeah. lucky. Um, and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And according to Steinberg, so this was Saturday morning at practice, um, was when Huberto moved back to the left wing. Uh, he's going to be playing with, uh, well, we don't know the lines for sure yet, but uh, according to, um, yeah, according to the to the practice on Saturday, uh, he's playing with Kadri and Dubé now. Uh, Dubé has finally moved back. I don't know why he <laughs> was on the fourth. Um, well, they won. Well, they won. I don't. I don't think. I don't think Brett like or geez, I, didn't get <laughs> I don't think Daryl wanted. <laughs> I don't think Daryl wanted those lines to stay. If I'm being totally honest, I think it was just like, well, they've won with it. It's, at this point, it's like you don't change anything if you win. Yeah, I totally get the logic. It's like, yeah, okay, we sure. won finally. Yeah, let's keep the lines the same. Nothing's changing, <laughs> and they won yeah. again. It's like, okay, we're definitely not changing anything. <laughs> Maybe this is some weird mixture. It wasn't. It wasn't. It, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was awful. So yeah, first loss. Now the lines are back to normal. I think that's well. It'll be good. There. Yeah, it'll be good to see Kadri and Dubé together again because they did show that pretty good chemistry uh, early in the season, and Manjapane, of course, was there as well. But yes. Um, yeah, if if anything, he's again. We've been saying Man- Manjapane has been more of a passenger this year than than anything else. And um, yeah, I mean, and according to Steinberg as well, uh, Huberdeau, this this is what he had to say. Uh, it was really nice to be back on the left side. When you see the ice for like ten plus years on the left, it's different to get on the right. I've always played left wing. It just makes sense. I like to open up my hips so I can see the ice way more than when I'm on my backhand. 
I feel I close my shoulder and I can't see the ice as much on the yes. right. So that would explain all of oh. the. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. No look. Like, that's what I mean. It's it's a different game. Like it, it is different. It's a different game. Yeah, you can't. It can't be understated. Really, it's uh, it's not the same. So yeah, I wish I had yeah. noticed that earlier. Yeah, me too. I just I don't know. It just never. It just never clicked. And I mean, you know, like like I said, you don't really pay attention, or I don't at least, I guess. Um, I don't really pay attention to the face off. You're just kind of you yeah. know, watching the game. Um, but you know. So okay, let me plan. ask you. Let me ask you this: Did you see that press conference with with Brad after the trade deadline? Uh, I don't think I saw it, but I read it. Well, I didn't so, see it. I read it. Yeah. Did you hear that comment? Did you hear that comment where he's like, "Well, this is a good team that's underperformed." That screams yes. to me that someone might not be back next year, even though they just got an extension. Oh, you think you think Daryl's going to get cut? Well, if you're if your GM is convinced that the team is actually better on paper, then there's something going on there. <laughs> what is it? I don't I don't think you can as Brad just go in with the same roster and be like, ah, it'll work again. It'll work. It'll fix itself up. Like same coaches. Yeah. Same same main scores. I don't think uh that's a reasonable choice. He might not even get to make that choice. True. Yeah, that's the thing. But, yeah, that's the thing is, you know, um, I heard a rumor that they talked extension at the beginning of the year. So yes, Brad and the team. Yeah. Now I, I think Brad would be one to say like, well, let's not talk about extension until the season's over. That's so, exactly what he did. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So or, I mean, that yeah. that might be a critical mistake. Compared <laughs> how the season's gone, but well, I mean, at the same time, it's also, you know, he's been here for nine years, and from you know everything he said, he enjoys being in Calgary, but you know, we, we all know what happened last time. Somebody said that, um, who's that? two times, last two times. Somebody has said oh, that. The players. Uh, yeah. So we know what, what happened there, but, uh, and again, that's not to say that Calgary is not a good city. It's just, you know, um, nine years is a long time. And, and if I'm, you know, if I'm ownership, I would, I would bring Brad, Brad back. Like I, I really like, yeah, I, I know everybody has, Flack against Trilliving and you know his uh, free agency is is not the greatest. Yeah, um, he's not perfect. He's no, not, no. But who who's out there that you would want to pursue? Right, like who's out there that you think can really bring in? Like all the good GMs are are out, right? Like. It's it's tough because you, you're right. Like there is no real good GM. Like you see all these yeah. former players and coaches getting promoted to GM because there's not that much left, really. Yeah. Like Daniel Bier just got promoted yes, to GM. Yes, I wanted to talk GM. about that. I wanted to talk about that. Which I'm but... which I'm interested about because I don't know if he was coaching. Was he doing any management or is this just like a? He oh, was look, a... we have an ex player in the. No, no, he was he was in the he was in the front office. Uh, okay. For, for, yeah. yeah, he was like a like a special assistant or like an assistant GM type thing. So um, the, yeah. So he, yeah. my thought is my only person I would want is Craig Conroy. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Because, okay. because he's yeah. because he's been here. Yes. And he's been in management. He's he's seen how Brad works, but everyone has different ideas, right? Like Conway. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Conway's been his right hand man since you know before Johnny. Yeah. So uh yeah, that's someone that I could see uh having the experience required now to kind of get bumped up to that GM position. So mm-hmm. that that would be probably the only person because he knows the team and the players and the assets and what they're worth and what they're not. Yeah. Um, versus a new GM coming in and being like, Well, I'm just gonna, you know, make my own canvas. Yeah, um, which can spell disaster sometimes, right? It well, could, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's yeah. what I don't want to happen because, like, the last thing I want. It's yeah, is, it's not is, great. Is, like, you know, people want a quick turnaround. Like, well, the if, if you want to get rid of the GM, then it's gonna it's got to be someone internal. Yeah, that well, you know, yeah, like that's that. the thing. Otherwise, you, know. you get like the last thing I want to happen is what's happening to the Canucks, right? You bring yeah, in exactly like it's a mess, right? Yeah, like you bring in Rutherford, and then he brings in his whole fucking team from his Pittsburgh days, and it's just like it it doesn't the message doesn't come across as as a good thing. I mean, you, you know. No. So that would be it, just Conroy, I guess. Like, yeah, I mean, I could, I yeah, I'd be supportive of that. I guess um, I love Connie, of course, and um, would love to see him get promoted, uh, get an, an opportunity, but. You know, at the same time, I wouldn't be mad if we just extended Brad because he's been he's been fine. I mean, you know, like there are a couple GMs who are on expiring contracts, just like Brad. And um, according to Pierre Lebrun, uh, Kyle Dubis will be pretty sought after if if the Leafs don't extend him. But I'm like, well, why? Well, I, I guess not why, but you know, um, Dubis has the let's say luxury mm-hmm. here. The luxury of having a player like Austin Matthews and, and Mitch Marner, yeah, on his team, and, and like I know that sounds like a cop out answer, but it's not. Like it's Toronto people want to play there. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's, so like that's GMing is GMing is almost easy when you're like, oh well, Patrick Kane only wants to go to Toronto or New York, or oh John John Tavares only wants to play in Toronto. Like yeah. oh here's a here's a free top line center. That yeah. you had to put no effort to get to come to your city. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, okay. I mean, yeah, it's 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 quote unquote easier, but there's also a lot more pressure, right? Because of the major market. There's and... pressure. Yeah. Yeah. For he's sure. he's been fine. I just like. Yeah. I, I don't know how much. I don't know how much I attribute Toronto's success to like, you know, because they actually bottomed out and got Austin Matthews like and yeah. Mitch. Yeah. Versus like good jamming, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, that's that's the whole thing. Like that's that's the whole thing is that you know like he's very much sought after, but you're right. He had the luxury of having superstars he, on the team. Cause and, he because he came in like after that, right? Like or when did Dubas get hired? I'm pretty sure within the last five six years. I'm pretty sure. Um. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure about that because obviously Toronto. Thirty-two okay. year old. Is he only thirty-two right now? No, that was back in. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I would have felt really bad about myself if that was the case. <laughs> there's no date on this. Oh, 2018. So five years. Yeah, five years. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's a that's a pretty good long time, and and there is a 
I mean, if you want to talk about underperforming, then the team hasn't made it past the first round in decades, right? Toronto, yeah, yeah like their playoff, decades? their playoffs. It's yeah, like I think it's it's decades. I don't know when the last in two thousand three, yeah. maybe they made it. Yeah, twenty years, something like that. But um. There's a team that's underperformed. So, like, yeah. you know. They're just as bad, like, as the Flames, right? Like, they're just like, I mean, but they, their story is a little different. Like, they're, yes. they they almost have a, they're, they're very similar to Washington. I've mentioned that on past podcasts, but, like, yes. they have a good team that would normally go, like, if they swapped to the West, they'd be probably in the Western Conference Finals every year. But yeah. they've just been unlucky, really, because the East is all strong all at the same time, and they're, trying to beat Tampa in the first round of year, Boston, who like <laughs> it's, they get shitty draws. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sign. I'm going to sound like a Leafs fan here, but like if you actually look at it without the rose colored flames glasses on who hate Leafs, like <laughs> we'd be complaining just the same. If we had to play, play Colorado every single year, you know, like as they are now, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, that's what we would, <clears throat> that's what we would, if we were that good, that's what we would have to do. And, and, that's the whole point. You have to be the better team. Like <laughs> it doesn't matter who you're playing. You just yeah. have to be the better team, right? Like that's, that's right. And well, that's, I, that's the thing. And that's and you know, some people will blame the format for that, but it's like if you change it to one and eight, it doesn't change much. Yeah, because there's just eight good, really good teams in the East. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. just how it is now. This year, at least, in yeah. past years, sure you can make an argument they got maybe screwed, which fine. Um, but yeah, like you know. The, you're gonna to have to play them eventually, but like the reason why I say that it paints it different lights, like the Flames, um, you know, haven't been making it every year, mm-hmm. and they haven't been good every year. Like at least Toronto is pretty much, you know, they've been taking it to Game Seven, yeah, last couple of years, and maybe not the years before, but um, you know, there's I, to me there's a measurable difference in terms of success. Even though they yeah. also haven't got pa- they haven't got past the first round, I think they've almost had better playoff success because it's not like we've we've what won one second round game in two second round appearances in the last twenty years. We got swept in one, and then we won one game against uh, what was it last year, right? Mm-hmm. Or did we win two? No, we got no. We we, we it was four and one. Yeah, yeah. So like we have it's not like we've done anything in the second round. <laughs> Might as well get kicked out in the first round. We're eight. We're we're one and eight. <laughs> Second out appearances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. It's I mean it's it's it is interesting. Um, to think about that because, yeah, Connie Connie being the taking over as GM, I'd I'd be I'd be pretty happy with that. But yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I'm also a big fan of, I'm, I'm a big fan of Trey Living. Like, I know he hasn't been perfect. Like, Troy Brower trade or um, signing was awful, and the, the, <sighs> the, um, Neil was even worse. And then the, uh, yeah, I mean, Lucic has been fine, um, but still, uh, those are all like. I think Brad's good. So here, Brad. I think Brad might be good, like with directional moves. Like so, like say the team in those cases, like they wanted a piece to try to push them over the edge. Mm-hmm. 
Neil was at peace, you know, mm-hmm. that was available. He's like, well, it may not be the best, but it might push us over, like adding a 30-goal scorer, who turned out to be not that, even close to that. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with Brower, like a guy who had playoff success, you know, um, you know, obviously expectations were a little high, but like maybe a piece that could push us over, it didn't happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so they look like shitty moves, which they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shitty moves. But I mean, if the team was like, well, we got to go for it, and those are the pieces available, then that's what was available for Brad at the time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least, at least we're not, <clears throat> at least we're not the Philadelphia Phillies, Flyers, Phillies, Flyers. Mm, the fl- <laughs> the fl- no, it's Sunday, everyone. Yeah, well, I want to be the Phillies. The Phillies are the good. Phillies. Um, no, the Flyers. I mean, yeah. were you surprised it took this long to fire Ron Hextall? Um, because I yeah, I am. Like, why the fuck, why the fuck did they keep you know him what, for that long? You know what's it's so weird? bad? They, they made bad. Sorry, trades. not Hextall. Not Hextall. Chuck Fletcher. Not Hextall. My bad. They made, it was, they made it's bad trades, and Hec- they uh, uh, Hextall's the coach, is he? Uh no, um, I'm talking about the I'm talking about Fletcher, Chuck Fletcher, Chuck Fletcher. Yeah, Fletcher. he's traded some good pieces away, and just like they've, I don't know, I don't know, I don't really pay too much attention. Can you tell me some of the shitty moves he's done? I'm sure I've heard of them, but just not in the top of my head. Yeah, um, there was a. Man, there was a tweet out here. Here it is. Okay. His time as Philadelphia GM. Uh, he traded a second and a seventh to get rid of Gostas Bear's contract. Uh, he traded a first and second for Ristolainen, then signed him to a five-year deal at $5.1 million per year. He signed Kevin Hayes to 7.14 by seven. Oof. Traded a second, third, and a fourth for Tony D'Angelo. Uh, signed Laurier at 1.75 times four years. Um, refused, allegedly, refused to package a first-round pick with JVR to get rid of that salary um, so that he could sign Johnny Gaudreau in free agency. Ooh. And then uh, also couldn't trade, couldn't find somebody to trade um, to pick up James Van Riemsdyk um, at the trade deadline. Right, so the final straw. Yeah. I mean, like, it. why did it take that long? Does he have good moves, or? <laughs> I don't think so, no. <laughs> I don't think he's made one good move. Like yeah, maybe that's... He uh... Maybe he signed Konechny? He's traded, didn't Konechny? No, he's still there. No, he's still there. Yeah, they're not trading him now. I mean, Daniel Briere coming in. I think that's a big win for the organization. But I mean, they need to get the fuck out of his way if if they're going to let him do, um, you know, if they're going to let him do what he wants to do. And it was Chuck Fletcher who signed Connectney uh, to his current deal, so that was a win for him, I suppose. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. You know what? Uh, it's. Uh... Jamming's hard. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, Ristolainen fell off a cliff. I mean, he was he had bad metrics in, in Buffalo, right? But it's like sometimes 
change the scenery turns a player around didn't well oh, fuck man i mean he kind of knew what he was at that point wrist line yeah, yeah i get what was what was he when he got traded 23 like how old is he it's not that old yeah so he was on buffalo yeah. before right he was on buffalo and they're like this guy sucks <laughs> <laughs> so let's get rid of him yeah they traded him on july 23rd 2021 2021 and he is yeah. and then 20, they, oh so he was 27 okay i take it all back yeah and now they and then they signed him on march 10th 22 so um he's in the first year of that contract how much is he getting paid again 5.1 yikes it's like not bad but for him like it's you know it's kind of a Lucic contract isn't it no like a little bit a little bit, yeah. Fourteen points in fifty-nine games. He's a defenseman, but yeah, like his best year was forty-five points in sixteen seventeen, and then he had forty-three points in eighteen nineteen. But he was a minus forty-one. <laughs> Oof, that's tough. Yeah, he's only a minus five this year. I haven't yes. watched him, so no, can't I really mean, attest so. to how bad or good he is. Yeah. Really. That's actually pretty impressive considering he's on Philly, to be honest. But that's also, you know, Tortorella's system is a lot better than, you know. Such an was, interesting, but. such an interesting hire, that one, that coach yes. for that team. Yeah, I don't, yeah, it is interesting. But I think, he, I think Briere and, I think Briere and Tortorella can, can, uh, can, can do some good stuff for, um, for Philly. Keeping torts, do you? I think so. Yeah, I mean, he's he's been positive for the players so far this year. Um, remember, they they like they. I think they started like five one and two at the beginning of the season, and everybody was like, "Oh my god, they're so good!" Because there was no. They hope. were they were good no at the hope. beginning. Yeah, they were good yeah. at the beginning. There was that. no hope for for Philly fans or <laughs> any of the industry insiders. Almost like the Flames to... started yeah. five and one. Yeah. Yeah, um, so yeah. on days, long, long time ago. Yeah, it's a long season. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I think I think they can do. But one thing is for sure, they are like, you know, I've I've been hoping for, you know, Travis Konechny all season. <clears throat> um, that was mainly because I knew Chuck Fletcher could be taken advantage of. But um, one thing that's for sure now is they are not going to let. Travis Konechny go, especially if, you know, obviously Breer coming in. Um, pretty similar type player, um, I would say. Yeah, uh, probably. Pretty close. Know, undersized. Yeah, undersized, can score and plays That's with a bit great. of snarl. Yeah. Um, and, of course, Tortorella loves the guy. So, like, he's he's captain material, um, I think. <laughs> Who are the Flames going to name? <laughs> captain. Uh, Johnny Huberto. Oh, God. Johnny! You know, you gotta, gotta name him, gotta name him Captain. That's what I would do. I mean, you're paying him the most, so. Detroit Red Wings are beating Boston. Go, Detroit! Be good! Yeah, actually, yeah, let's go. That's good. Um, so yeah, let's take a break, and then I want to get your thoughts on, um, on the draft lottery. 
Um, so, oh, yeah. Okay. We'll take a break. Uh, actually, before we go on break, uh, did you hear about the guy that got caught stealing a calendar? No. He got what? 12 months. What? He got 12 months for stealing a calendar. From where? For stealing a calendar. He got 12 months. There's got to be more. No, that's it. Oh. Think about it. We'll be right back after this. Oh, God. I just got it. this is the hockey podcast network your home for hockey talk on every team in the nhl this episode of blasty's corner is brought to you by DraftKings. ready for the underdogs the upsets and the unbelievable action from DraftKings sportsbook the biggest tournament in college basketball is here right now. New customers can bet just $5 on college hoops and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all customers can score a no-sweat bet during the round one and two of the tournament. Go to the app, opt in, and play a no-sweat bet this weekend. And if it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus. Bet back and that is up to $10. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Win or lose, only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility requirements apply. See show notes for detail. Now, back to the show. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. And we're back. To the worst. Like <laughs> <laughs> Snuck that in there, just right under the radar. I'm not, my brain was not ready for these jokes ever. <laughs> it's not wired that way. Uh, so I want to get to draft lottery. Like Bedard, obviously, very, very slim chance that, um, I mean, it's zero at this point, but depending on where we end up, zero to very slim. So yeah. if we can launch ourselves into like top eight, because that's possible, right? Like we could potentially. I think, like, like, like I said, I think the best spot we can go is probably 10th. Yeah, I mean, likely we're going to end up like 15th, 16th. Maybe. We'll see. I mean, Buffalo, like, so Buffalo, Washington, Detroit are are below us in terms Mm -hmm. of percentage again. Remember, that's that's key. Ottawa is also right, like, below us in points, but they have a game in hand Mm -hmm. and they're fighting for a playoff spot. So they want to make the playoffs. Mm -hmm. So so they, you know, and they've been good lately. So, yeah. um, Anyway, so. I think Buffalo, Washington, Detroit. Like, I don't know. They could they could be above us, but St. Louis is nine points back or eight points back. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a little bit too far. But everyone else is within striking distance. So uh, I think even if Buffalo and Washington pass us, that still puts us in Bedard sweep sweepstakes, and Ottawa passes. Okay. Because then eleventh place will have, I think it's two point five percent chance of getting first pick. 
because you can move up 10 spots. Yeah. So if we were in Detroit spot, I think it's like three. So, you know, better than nothing. Yeah. Yeah, better than nothing. Yeah, that's... Uh... And it's interesting because, yeah, the, the Ottawa Senators are in the exact same spot as the Flames are. Six points out of a wild card spot. But they do have three games in hand on the New York Islanders. The Ottawa Senators do. Um, they've played the same amount of games as Pittsburgh, but um, they they're, have yeah a few teams to leapfrog as well. Yeah, they're not in a good spot. Mm-hmm. Um but better spot than us. They have talent. Yes. They've got goal scoring ability. They've got Brady Kachuk and Tim Stutzla. They've got and Alex DeBrinkett and Jacob Chikrin. And they got talent on that team. Like I wouldn't keep an eye on Ottawa. I'm really excited about Ottawa, to be honest. With you. I hope I they mean, make it because they're going in on a heater if they make it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Shitty news about uh, Cam Talbot again. He's like been injured all season yeah, he's, he's the monahan of goalies um, <laughs> yeah. just cannot stop getting hurt yeah monahan's um, also hurt by the way for yes he is. hasn't yeah. keep track he's been yes. hurt half the year as yes he that's always why is. he that's why he wasn't able to yeah that's why they weren't able to uh to get anything for him at the trade deadline but is it his hips is it his hips this time i don't what know what this? it is i don't know what it is um, he has two things going on yeah, two, shoulder two or hips. It's shoulders or hips, but yeah, shoulders, right? Um, what other joints can he break? <laughs> God damn it. But uh, yes, the Ottawa Center. I'm excited for the Ottawa Senators. They're going to be a good team. Um, but yeah, so who would them. you? Who would you like? Let's talk about Ottawa after. But um, who would you? Uh, who would you want to take? Like, if if we were able to pick in like the um you know well, prospects yeah oh hold on let me bring up a list here because i can't quite remember there's a few people that i know but i don't know it's bob mckenzie yeah i mean i, I um, think the consensus <clears throat> top four are going to be bedard fantilli um, <clears throat> and Carlson, if I'm not mistaken, those are the I I the really like bandied about. I really like Mishkov. Mm-hmm. He's but he's got, got a KHL a KHL deal, so yeah. you won't see him for you know three years. Yeah, which sucks, but it might be better for our window anyway. Uh, to be honest, um, but he like he's a right winger. He's Goal score, mm-hmm. you know, he could be, and that might scare some teams off, right? The Russian part's going to scare some teams off, yeah, especially now. Mm-hmm. Um, but like he's he could be he you know like it's always could and potential to be, but he's put up numbers similar to another Russian scorer who might break Gretzky's record. Not saying he's going to be Ovechkin, but I'm just saying, like, he's, you know, youth wise, he's scored at a similar or better pace, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, another guy I like is Fantilli, but he'll probably yeah. be out of our range. Yeah. Um, all these other guys I don't recognize, actually. 
So I okay. couldn't, well. can't provide input. What about you? What do you think? Well, yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I have no idea. I mean, I just know the top four guys. So, oh, um, I just know that they're a deep draft here, and you know, we've, you know, Team Canada's had some. I mean, we we had a pretty dominant performance at the World Juniors. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted your thoughts. Fantilli is one like. I think he's going to be really good. I think he could also bust. I didn't like him at the World Juniors. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like he had moments, but like he was invisible a lot of the time. And he's young, but you know, yeah. Maybe that's just because Bedard was performing at the level he was. Oh yeah, I mean, you can't really. And it's just like, oh, there's a clear divide there. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Yeah. I don't know. Mishkov is intriguing to me, but he's too high up in the draft. For us, around our range, which will likely be drafting, I don't know many of the players, like, looking at them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, tough. I would like to pick a goal scorer if we could. Yeah, but, I mean, that's... There's not many, though. Like, when you drop yeah. down that list, it's like, uh I don't see too many getting dicey. Scores. Yeah, it's getting dicey. Like that's the thing, right? Like I, I keep hearing, oh, it's a deep draft. It's a deep draft. But aside from the top like five, you know, it really sounds like the top five to eight are really the only ones that are. And I guess that's pretty deep. Five to eight is. I think there's a lot of like guaranteed NHLers in this like top section, but like mm. I think after that, I think you're right. Like I think it does drop off from what I've heard. Yeah, because like what, what's 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 a guaranteed NHLer? Like, you know, is a fourth line guy a guaranteed NHLer? Is that like, you know what I mean? No, I would say someone who you know is going to like Mishkov, like top play, nine kind of thing. Like Carlson, Fantilli, Bedard, they're all going to play next year probably. On the well, not Mishkov, they, I guess. Not Mishkov, but like, you know what yeah. I mean. Like, yeah, Bedard's gonna play next year. Yeah, and uh, Benson, I haven't heard much about him, but he's like lighting up the dub. Mm-hmm. Uh, Smith is lighting up the development program. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, so the thing with Mishkov is like he could, I guess most people would be a little concerned because he could like just play out the rest of his thing in Russia and then become a free agent, right? Is that is that how that would work or would the team still have his signing rights? I actually don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um but that might be something to keep an eye on, right? Well that would be something to keep an eye on that. Um like if he dropped, right, that could be a big reason why. Oh, such a risk though. Well, I know, yeah, like that's, <laughs> and you know, the Flames don't really have a, a history. Well, they, I mean, yeah, I think, they're I not a the great only, history. Yeah, no. I think the only Russian player we have right now is Sidorov. <laughs> so, yeah, we, um, yeah, it's, I don't. It's an important draft, I guess, for us, like, because we could get a good player here potentially. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, if and I assume Brad's going to do his due diligence and pick someone who he thinks he can sign. But you know, we also had Adam Fox, and we'll see what happens with Coronado. Um, if he signs, hopefully he does this year when his season's over. I'm kind of hoping that he that his team crashes and burns so that we can sign him. <laughs> yeah, but then okay, so we but, sign him, and then what? Like bring him in and. Are we pushing or are we? Yeah, just... then we go. Then we go thirteen and three because we have our Jerome McGinley back. Yeah, on right okay. wing, and sure. uh, yeah. we make the playoffs. And that's who that's who Matthew Coronado is. Yeah, go to the finals. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Isn't he an undersized guy too? Yeah, he's five ten. I mean, yeah, he's not. That's great. He's chunky though. He's, is he? Yeah, he's he's thick. He's a big boy. Yeah. 183 pounds, 510. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he's not he's, he doesn't scream power forward though. No, he's goal scorer though, you know. Yeah. He's got 19 in 31 games at Harvard right now. So yeah. dominant. Yeah. <laughs> 35 points in, in 31 games. Like that's that's good. He hasn't been much better than his season last year he'll be, he'll be a little bit better yeah you always like to see development for sure so we saw with Goudreau right like he had I think he was a point per game in his first year and then he was 80 points in 40 yeah but, I mean yeah last year he had 36 and 34 18 and 18 and then this year he's at 19 and 16 in 31 games so yeah a little bit better yeah he's getting there yeah so yeah, we'll see. I mean, he's he's by no means going to be the savior, but um, it would be cool to see. It would be cool to see the flame, um, him play for the flames. And yes, apologies for that. My my poor daughter's having her first cold, so oh, she's been a little man. bit fussy today. Yeah. So. Yeah. What can you do? Um, let's wrap it up with uh, the game against the Senators tonight. Then, uh, yeah, we talked about it talked about the last game or last uh, episode really big fans of this ottawa team um real mad jelly that they got jacob chikrin for what they got um for the price that they paid but uh yeah first time brady is coming back after um yeah first time he's back in town since uh the playoff run the playoff run yeah man what a guy Loved having him in. Uh, in I mean, it is kind of like a funny story, hey? But, yeah, yeah. Um, it doesn't make you hate the guy. <laughs> no, how can you ever? Yeah. How can you ever hate Brady though? Brady is such a. He's a different player, and you know, he uh, he's, he's 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 got the same face though, <laughs> same punchable face, you know, <laughs> that they say when you're on the ice. Sure. I don't know. I, I I feel like I feel like Matthew is is more hated than than Brady. Oh, be. for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but he's a um, guy you love to hate, right? Yeah, yeah. Could have used Matthew this year. That's for damn true. Yes, we definitely could have. Um, but you know, then we wouldn't have had. Well, then we wouldn't have uh, Huberto and Uyghur, So. Yeah. Great. <laughs> let's see how he does tonight um after being on the in his natural position right like let's just let's just see how he does give him another chance 
He's got eight years. Let's let's be patient here. Like let's be very patient. Just, right. just relax. It's ruined one season. It's just one season. We all knew this. Just, just one season. Yeah. Just one season. You know, next year we'll get Bedard. He'll step right in and um, we'll we'll be off to the races. But uh, yeah, what are you looking for tonight against the Ottawa Senators? Um, I don't say like I don't even know. I don't even know. <laughs> Who the hell knows what team is going to show up tonight? Yeah. Team out of the playoffs, so they're probably going to suck. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. It, it, let me let me preface this. The reason why I was optimistic about before last game because Markstrom looks better, mm-hmm. and he still does. Like I was like, oh Markstrom, like you know, like I could see them win if Markstrom plays good. I could see mm-hmm. them winning. Mm-hmm. And then the offense completely dries up. It's been the tail of the year. Like when we have good goaltending, our offense goes away. Yeah. 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 Like that's a, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Like, why yep. is it that whenever our goaltending can step up, the players just like can't offense? They just, they just yeah. Don't. Like, are they maybe it, it, focusing too much on defense? To, I don't know. Like, is is it, it has it hasn't happened a lot this year? Like, it hasn't it hasn't because their goaltending's been shit most of the time. Yeah, yes, but but it seems like all all the cards, all the chips are lining up in the wrong direction this year. So. So yeah, I don't know what to expect, Grant. I think we're gonna get. I think Markstrom's gonna be good again. Mm-hmm. I think he's turned the corner, to be honest. Yeah. Um. And I think he's gonna give us a chance to win. Uh, do I think our forwards are gonna score? No. <laughs> no. No, I don't. Toffoli's streaky, and he's on the other end. He's he's starting, I think, as one of his down stretches. He just Where played he... overtime hero two games in a row. He's got a shootout. When's the last time he actually scored? Uh, the game before that on the breakaway <laughs> against Dallas. Two games ago. Two games. Ago. Two games, dude. Come on. He's a very streaky guy. He's, well, he's, he's... got to score every game to not yes. be streaky. Yes. That's unbelievable. Yes. 82 and 82. Unbelievable. When you're the only one who's got more than 10 goals on the team. <laughs> You gotta score every game. <laughs> I'm joking, obviously. I know obviously, there's yes. one player that has more than three players that more. <laughs> yeah. I mean Lindy's Lindy's been pretty cold this year too. I mean he's been good, eighteen and thirty five, but he hasn't been but we talked about that. Yes. yes. Um so let me let me say I'll guess that uh it's gonna be a two to one win. Nice for the flames because I want them to tank and they always do the opposite of what I want them to do. Okay. Uh, okay. That's a little convoluted, but I, I think I know what you're getting at. <laughs> two, <laughs> two to one win for the flames. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, you're looking at it. They had a late night in Vancouver. Um, they lost last night. The Ottawa senators did. Uh, they played their better goaltender. Um, they had to travel after the game last night. There was daylight savings that just happened overnight. So they lost an hour. Um, all of that culminates in, I think, a big fat L for the Calgary Flames. 
uh, because like you say, everything is going, all the advantages should be on the flame side. So that means they're hundred percent going to lose. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to say it's uh, going to be a, uh, four to two loss. Uh, Timmy Stutzla is going to get a hat trick. He's going to be the hat trick hero. Um, do you, do you have Timmy Stutzla on your fantasy team, Grant? Both, yes. Um, yeah, no, both well, my you, you're and such then, a... You can't uh, do that. I think uh, Pelche is going to score a goal and Huberdeau is going to score a goal um, playing on his left side. So. <laughs> Huberdeau scoring? That's hilarious. Well, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. You know, I think yeah. uh, he's got twelve goals this year. He's an elite goal scorer. You know, might as well reach for the stars, my friend. A, a million per goal. Here we go. Let's might go. as well. Might as well reach for the stars. So, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Go Flames, go. I guess. Uh, I think. I think. I think. Right now, I'm. I'm full into. Not rebuild, but I, I'm full into the draft lottery. Like let's let's try to let's just try to jockey for for draft position at this point. Cause yeah, get into the playoffs and then what? You're playing Dallas or Vegas. Don't like those chances. Well, if they make it to the playoffs, like they play good against good teams. So I don't think we're gonna be an easy out. I just well the chances of us actually making it are quite low like it's hard it's gonna be very you know based on all the data we have and how they've played this year and what team what the team is yeah it's tough they had a glimmer of hope yes they had a glimmer they had a glimmer but and you know i i don't want to be like i don't want to be the guy that oh we lost one game it's over but i mean hey it's a numbers game it's a numbers game yeah, we don't have that uh, many games left. At this point, it's like, why not? Why not just go full into the lottery? It's a deep draft, like everybody keeps telling us. So why not go deep in and uh, try to, you know, salvage a draft pick? Um, this is the only year that we don't have a condition on our first round pick um, for the foreseeable future. So you know, let's let's try to. Let's let's take advantage of this deep draft and get back at him next year. Cause I, I do think we'll be better next year. I do think that. I truly believe that we will be a better team next year. Um well, I guess not a better team, but you know, I, I believe that we will play up to our potential next year after the boys have an off season of, you know, getting all that figured out. Sure. We'll also hopefully have Shillington in the lineup next year as well. So yeah, missed him this year. Yes, definitely did, definitely did, and we'll also probably have Dustin Wolf with the team next year as well. If we don't, because, I'll be annoyed. Yeah, yes. I think I think we're I think we're gonna have to try to trade Daniel Vladar for peanuts at this point. But well, like, why? Like, why? as Wolf, like, why would you sign here? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean. That's the thing. If you don't have an opportunity, right? Like he's ready. Like he's he's ready. Well, he'll he'll be an RFA in two years. So he's got one year after this. 
right? Like you want to, you want to give him some experience at the NHL level before signing him to that deal, right? He's young. He is young, but he's not young forever. You know, you don't want you don't want a goalie coming in when they're 26, 27. Yeah. As a rookie, like you want to give them like with someone with this much potential, Mm -hmm. you want to get them in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's the thing. And you know, maybe we can swing a, a draft day deal, you know, Get in our, get our third round pick back. Probably. Yeah, for Vladar, I think you could yeah. get some. I, yeah, people gotta not be scared of his height. He's six feet tall. God, he's yeah, no, he's not six seven, but he's you know he's he's not Johnny Gaudreau in pads. Yeah, this is Wolf you're talking about. Yes, and yeah. and and guess what? There's good shooters in the AHL too. They can pick mm-hmm. corners. They can pick mm-hmm. shoulders. You know. They, um, it's a good league. Uh, you know, obviously it's not the NHL, but I'm just saying, like, if his height was an, a weakness, it would have been exposed already. Exposed already, yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd like to see it. I'd like to maybe, maybe even this year we'll we'll get to see him. Right? Like I doubt if, it. If we keep well, if we keep losing, <laughs> yeah. Even then, I doubt it because like we right? just don't have we don't have like who. You send Vladar down. You're gonna send someone down. Get picked up by waivers like this, you know. No, I mean just roster three goalies. Who the fuck cares at this point? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Guess. No, you're right. It probably won't happen. No. Just for prosper, uh, austerity. I think it's a reasonable decision to let him play Pos- as a backup Pos- next year. Posterity. Posterity. Do- I don't, I don't know. I don't know, man. Whatever. It's Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Um, reasonable decision. Get him a backup. Get him 20, 30 games as a backup. Yeah. Get him used to the NHL pace, NHL travel, mm-hmm. NHL practices, mm-hmm. NHL shooters, even though we only have to Foley who can shoot in our team. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's, you know, you know my point. Like, there, there is, even as a backup, he's getting, I think he's, got way more to learn than what he can do at the AHL now. Yes. It's like, oh, congrats. Like, what's he going to, we, we put him down next year. He's going to be a 9-4-35 goalie in 7-9-34. Like, oh, he's can't be perfect. He doesn't have anything else to do down there. Yeah. Opinion. Yeah, 46 games this year. 9-29 save percentage. 2.2 goals against and that's like, you know, he played one more game last year at 47 and he had 2.35924. So, yeah. That's already better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, you could keep him, you could overmature him, but like we need a goalie right now, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Marshall like, you know, is good, but he's on how many more years do we have him? 4. 4. So, you know, you well, three more after this, I guess. Three, three more. more so this. you start developing Wolf as a backup, and maybe you can look at trading Markstrom the year after, depending on what happens in the season. And yeah, or like, yeah, I, I would. I mean, I don't know if I don't know if anybody, some value. Yeah, I don't know if anybody wants a 34, 35 year old Jacob Markstrom at six million dollars. But you know, the way I see it is, next year he's still the starter. So yeah, maybe we do like sixty and. 22 or you know 58 or whatever um so 
yeah, like Wolf full time backup next year, and then the year after that he start doing one A one B, and then mm-hmm. the year after that Markstrom is the backup, and um, oh, you know, it's like a full an actual split, like kind of when you're in, yeah, and yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and and honestly, like by that time, you know, knowing Wolf and what, everything he's accomplished. Mm-hmm. You know, if that just gonna if all that's if all that stays the same, yeah, he'll probably just take the starter position from Markstrom. Yeah, yeah. If he's if he's a nine twenty goalie at the NHL level, mm-hmm. we haven't we haven't had that really since Kipper. And, yeah, and, no, and, this, and, and and last year's Markstrom was close, but yeah. So. Well, wasn't Markstrom? Wasn't he? Didn't he break the franchise yeah. record for most shutouts last year? No. Yeah. He was on pace. He was close, right? Then he fell I think off. He had nine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He gets thirteen. I think is the record. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, go Flames, go Ottawa Senators tonight, and uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Hubert <laughs> mm-hmm. on the left wing. Let's see some goals, buddy. Would love to see it. Uh, but you know, either way, big supporter. Love you, Joni. Huberto. And we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.